So hi, this is Sharon again, and this is our second part of home ownership, um, our home ownership video, our home ownership podcast. So we're 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 going to be talking to Stephanie Edison, and she's going to tell you first. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself, because we're all about. I know you guys always want to know. You're always saying I have too much content, and I and I don't have enough about myself. So. So here I am, and we're going to be talking to Stephanie, and she's going to be able to tell us a few different things. We're going to go over a few different things that you guys need to understand about home ownership, and also we're going to bust a few myths. So um, let's talk to her. Hi, Steph. Hey, guys. Yep, so my name is Stephanie Edison, and I work at Keller Williams. I've been a real estate professional for six years this summer, and um, my goal is to help families and um individuals like yourself buy and sell real estate so that they can build wealth. Um, I have a particular connection being a mom entrepreneur. I have a connection with a lot of mom entrepreneurs. So a lot of those type of people come to me also. And yeah, so when I started, I was actually in retail and I left doing retail once I got my license for this. I actually got my license with my husband. We thought we were going to be like that HGTV couple (laughs) and flip the houses. There's still time for that. There's still time for that. That didn't happen (laughs) yet. So we're getting there. Um, But yeah, I was going through the training at Keller Williams and I was like, man, this is what I'm meant to be doing. I want to help people. So I jumped in uh, with both feet and knew I had to make it work. Otherwise, I was going to not be able to pay my bills. So I made it work. And um, I would think about two years in, my husband was able to quit his um, job as a Target store manager and come and work with me in real estate. And I think 2020 and 2021, we were the top team in my office. And then he actually left real estate to open up his own home inspection company. And um, so that was last year. And last year I was the number one agent in my office of over 300 agents. So um, I've been having a lot of success helping families that really um, most have no idea anything real estate. Some of them have sold and bought multiple houses and they still have no idea right. because it's stressful. And when you're stressed doing something, I feel like it just goes in and out. You know, you just want to get through it. Um, so that's what I'm here for. So. Yeah, that's a little bit about me, and I'm excited to be here today. Thanks for having me as a a guest. So Stephanie is my very first guest. Um, I wanted to bring on, um, with this financial literacy series that I'm doing, I wanted to bring on um, industry experts, and we are down here, just in case, just to remind you guys, we are down here in the hot, hot South Florida. Hot, hot South Florida, hot, hot South Florida market. (laughs) We're Um, hot. (laughs) You know, it's all that good hot stuff. But um, so we're we're down here and she works um, in our market down here in Palm Beach, yep. Lucy and in yeah, the Yeah, so I actually cover three counties. So uh, St. Lucie, Martin and Palm Beach County. So I'll go all, all the way up to Fort Pierce and down to Boca. And then a lot of people don't really know that I network with a thousand um, plus top agents every single day on a morning mastermind call. And I have agents all over the country. So anywhere you need help with real estate, I can connect you with professional. That's going to be That's amazing. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's good to know. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Yeah. So I, I, I intend to learn a few things t- today, but I, I know I'm going to learn a few things yeah, today. I'm yeah. really excited. <laughs> So, um, so Stephanie's going to talk to us about a few different things. We're going to go more into Stephanie's background also a little bit later, but we're definitely going to be talking about a few things. So the number one, the, the first question we're going to ask her, not the number one question, but the first question we're going we're gonna to ask her is, is who are you and what do you do? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I am a mom, mm-hmm. you know, first yes. and foremost and a wife and, um, 
I, you know, it's funny because yes, I help people buy and sell homes, but I consider myself a connector first. And one of my biggest things is just building relationships with people and seeing like who I can connect and collaborate with and or who I've I can seen connect that. so they can collaborate together. Um, so I have a lot of really exciting things coming this year um, to um, help me empower more women yeah. um, through networking events and things like that. Um, but I'm very passionate about that. Yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to get from you is yeah. what your passion is. Because mm -hmm. I think that when people are working with their passion, you see it. And, yeah. and um, I think I met you maybe about two, three years ago, mm -hmm. and I've seen your passion grow. Oh, and I also see that you are a good connector. I, yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah, so so I like that about you. So um, so that's the other, you know, the, the other question we're going to go to is why should people be invested in owning their home? So let's get right down to oh the gosh, meat of yeah. everything. So, you know, a lot of people are renting right now that haven't bought a home before and they don't necessarily know what they're missing out on. So, um, you know, everybody wants to have wealth, build wealth, you know, nobody wants to be broke. Um, that's a very stressful life. So real estate, owning a home is one of the fastest ways that you can build wealth. Um, and you do that through equity. Um, and a, a little bit later on, I'm gonna give you guys a couple examples of some client stories that are just absolutely phenomenal, um, that are really, fulfilling to me to know that, you know, I've helped people get to that point in their life. Um, but really it's important because it's the number one thing that you can do to get a leg up. Right. You know, there's, if you guys know of something, let me know, but I don't know of anything else where you can make um, that kind of money that quickly other than real estate. So, so on the first part of um, my, my show, the first video, this is, this is our second video yeah. in home ownership. So um, we talked about um, what I had discussed with you um, about um, your personal gain exclusion for tax purposes. Mm -hmm. That I personally am in my fourth home and I've never paid tax on my, yeah. my gain on my home because I qualify with that. And I, of course I tell um, our audience that they need to contact their their um, advisor to see if they qualify. But the yeah. two main things that you need to look at is you need to own the home for two of the last five years and you need to have lived in it for two of the last five years. Mm -hmm. And for a single person, you get up to $250,000 personal gain exclusion. Yeah. And for a, a married couple, you get up to $500,000 gain um, personal gain exclusion. So although I have built equity in three different homes, mm -hmm and have moved along the way, I've never paid tax yeah, on amazing. those because I've also qualified. So not a lot of people are aware of that. I don't know, have you seen that in your, your industry? That yeah, I mean. They're not thinking long-term like that? What I mean, I personally, I don't want anything to do with the tax stuff. That's why I hire you because I just don't want anything to do with it. I, I don't, you know, that's above my pay grade. Right. I stick to my lane. So yeah, I think other people are absolutely the same. You know, yeah. we need to make sure that we are, as a real estate agent, connecting them with, them with the right the professionals right people. Yes. so that you can take care of them. Because, right. I mean, one, I'm legally not allowed to act of course. as, you know, I can't give right. somebody tax advice. That wouldn't be legal. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's you want to, yeah. Yeah, you want to make sure that we always talk about the trusted advisor that where you're saying connect connections, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So my I'm always talking about the trusted advisor. It's not just one person; it's a team. Absolutely, you know. And in anything mm -hmm. that you're doing, whether you're buying your home, yeah. you're buying an investment property, you're 
investing in retirement mm -hmm. or you're investing in the stock market, whatever yes. it is, you have to have that trusted advisor team. 1000% and literally, um, this is a little off topic, but today in my office, we were talking about short sales. And um, there's a lot of people that don't necessarily understand you know, when they've missed like one or two payments on their mortgage, what to do or where to go from there. And if you get the wrong advice from, you know, someone who says they're a professional, but isn't giving you great advice, it could be really damaging. Right. Um, so it's really important to make sure you're working with a professional. Yep. And, you know, you go with your gut. You, you, you make sure you understand that your profession, the professional, you understand their background, not because they're the one that's on social media the most they know what they're talking about make sure you vet them and you mm -hmm. understand that they are a trusted advisor they're an industry expert yeah. you know not just you know somebody who speaks the loudest you know mm -hmm. you you have to that i found that in social media we have a lot of people out there that are talking about these things and mm -hmm. things like that but they're not qualified to be doing it so you yeah. you want to make sure you vet your trusted advisor yeah so that's why i did bring stephanie on here and i didn't just meet her on the street yesterday <laughs> um <laughs> i know we know a lot of people mm -hmm. together we have clients in common yeah. um we've talked mm -hmm. we've networked yeah we've drank Yep. We need to drink more, by the way. Yes. Um, Why don't we have drink right now? <laughs> I know, Brandon. <laughs> um, so, you know, so we need to, to make sure that, so we have that whole rapport yeah. going. So you want to make sure that you vet that person and you know that you have the right person because the right person could make or break any deal. Absolutely. Any deal. So, yeah. so you just, you know, so that's one of the things. So, so. Let's talk about some of the things, pressing things in the market today, right? Yeah. What about this crash that everybody's talking about? Like, you know, what are we talking oh, about? What goodness. do you think? What is okay. your opinion? Because, you know, we can never. So, um, I get a ton of people that ask me, you know, is it a good or a bad market right now? Um, is now a good time to buy? Um, is the market going to crash? You know, and actually a lot of people just tell me I'm waiting for the bubble to pop. That's yeah, it. I hear that. So here's what I would say about that. So. Obviously, no one has a crystal ball. You know, of course. anything could happen. As you saw, like COVID came and it completely changed the real estate market. Absolutely, um, yes. So you never know something unexpected could happen and things could change. But it's always a good time to buy a home. One, if you can afford it. Absolutely. And if you're going to hold it for at least a little while. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't say to necessarily go out and try to buy something if you know you might have to sell it in a year. That's very short term. And you right. may not have enough equity in the property at that point. Um, but real estate always appreciates in value over time. So if you buy something in a year, it might have gone down a little bit, but that doesn't really matter if you're holding that property for seven years, which that's the average amount right. of time that a person owns a property is seven years. So little dips, no big deal. It's really a long-term goal. And um, you know, as far as waiting for the bubble to pop, there's, you could find anyone that's gonna say anything that you want to you know, reaffirm what you're already believing. But the economists that I listen to don't think there's a bubble that's going to pop. And the reasons for that is, one, there's still an inventory shortage. So we're behind on building homes, and we don't have enough homes for people right now. And then also, there's a lot of equity in properties right now. So the people that, let's say they can't make their mortgage payment, they don't need to foreclose on their home. They can sell it. Correct. Because they have a lot of equity. Yes. So they can escape. So there's not really like this huge market where we see all these foreclosures, like, you know, what happened back in 08, we don't foresee that happening. So just if, if you're um, a Gen Z, maybe you're not um, familiar with what happened in 08. So um, I'm going to discuss this a little bit and have Stephanie um, put her her two cents in, in it. So I'm a um, 
old lady. Uh, so <laughs> I was only five in 08. <laughs> so um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that market. So what I found with that market is that um, the, the mortgage industry has a lot to do yes. with with that market mm-hmm. and the what why that bubble burst and there were many parts that I personally as an economist an accountant someone who does follow financial news and listen to financial news is that um, what happened to that market is not only were people given loans interest only loans mm-hmm. all these so so they basically had no skin in the game they weren't putting in any money yeah. they were only paying interest they you know so when they walked away from that house. They had no skin in the game. It was like renting, basically. Mm -hmm. They just walked away from the house. They were given the mortgage what they might not have necessarily been qualified Mm -hmm. for. So that's one of the reasons that that happened. The the other part that's a little more complicated, which I'm just going to say what it is, I'm not going to go into it, is mortgage-backed securities. Mm -hmm. So what happened is these these bad mortgages were, were, were packaged together and sold as securities on the stock market. That's just a very plain way of saying this, but it's more complicated than that. So that's the part that us as the regular person did not see that was happening. So when we did think that there would be a bubble, yeah. um, we didn't realize it was going to be such a big bubble because we didn't know about the market back securities. Yeah. But but that's what happened in today's market. What do you see? You don't do you see any of that? Oh, my gosh. Um, so there are different types of loans right now. Um, and some do seem a little similar to, you know, back in, you know, 08. However, it is very hard to get approved for a loan right now. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I have buyers that have the money to, you know, pay $4,000 a month for a mortgage and they cannot get a pre-approval. Wow. Um, so it's not so, um, you know, not everyone is just getting a pre-approval. Right. Yeah. So, so, so. The banks are doing more vetting. That's what you're 1, saying. One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas they barely did any vetting yeah. the last time. So, so that's so that's one of the reasons that I personally too, and what Stephanie and I are talking about is giving our experience based, giving advice based on our experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like she said, nothing is set in stone, but we're just letting you know what we think yeah. based on what, and we're giving you what our. Um, reasoning is just like yeah. I just went over what 08 is and she she just went over that how stringent the bank is mm-hmm. in 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 the loans and which was one of the biggest problem yeah. uh, um before mm-hmm. so so we definitely want to um be aware of that so you know I don't know I I hear the same thing people are waiting and seeing mm-hmm. um I mean I don't I don't know how to answer that wait and see uh <laughs> yeah so I mean um as far as, you know, like when is it a good time to buy is something that I definitely want to talk to people about. Yeah. So, um, you know, we talked about it's a good time to buy if you can afford it. Right. So when you look at renting, you know, let's say your rent is maybe 3000 a month. You're spending $36,000 a year on somebody else's mortgage and you're not gaining the equity in that property. You're not um, paying down your principal loan. So if you can purchase a home, and I understand that not everybody can't, and it's unfortunate, and a lot of people want a home and they can't get one right now, but if you can buy a home, you're locking in the cost of your property, and rent is just going up and up and up, and it, I hear people, they call me constantly, multiple times a week, like, I just got noticed that my rent is going up, and they didn't get a raise, so no. they can't afford this, you know, $500 increase in their rent, um, so we see what we can do to get them qualified, um, so I actually have... Um, a couple little 
client uh, scenarios that okay, I want to tell you about. Okay, definitely. Let's talk about um, it. And these are actual clients of mine, um, things that they actually did. Um, so, and again, like I said, if you're thinking about moving in a year, maybe you don't want to buy because you don't know, unless you're going to maybe rent it out. So I was going to suggest yeah. that, that if you have options, yeah. even if you do buy mm-hmm. something, yeah. um, you have options, you can rent it out. Sometimes our plans don't work out exactly how we want it to work. Percent. I mean, things yeah. happen, it's life. So oh, I plan all the time and I, I almost plan that it's not going to work out how I plan. <laughs> so, but I still have my plan, yeah. but, um, but I still, you know, you have to have that, that, um, wiggle room mm-hmm. in your plan, yeah. you know? So absolutely. So the first scenario is me. So in 2014, my husband and I bought a house for $190,000 in Port St. Lucie. And we actually ended up selling it a year and four months later for $30,000 more. So about one year, $30,000 more. Um, We bought our current house in West Palm Beach for $330,000. And um, we owe on it $268,000. So right now, that property would sell for about $650,000. And we would have about $382,000 of equity. And that's just... So what year did you buy that? Let's look at the timeline. We bought that in 2016. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in the the first one we bought in 2014. Mm -hmm. My only regret is in 2014, when we... Actually, 2015, when we sold our first home, I wish we would have kept it and rented it out because we qualified to buy our current home. Without having without to sell, having to sell it, yes. yes. But mm-hmm. I wasn't in real estate. I didn't know that I should have been trying to invest. Right. You didn't have the right advisors. Yes, right. I didn't have the professional. Um, so that's one thing. And then now, you know, we have options. So, you know, we want to grow our family more. So I'm like, do we want to rent out our property, buy a property that's a little bit bigger? Do we want to refi, take some equity out of our property and build an addition onto our house? Do we want to forget about our house? Maybe we refi and buy an investment property. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so it's nice. Like we wouldn't necessarily have had these options if we were renting. I mean, when in I'm like, how many years is that? You should be the one that's Yeah, so two thousand sixteen to twenty three, that's nine years. Okay, thank you. So three hundred and eighty two thousand dollars. I mean, what else can you invest in that would give you that Absolutely. Kind of cash in that amount of time? So I have another client. Um, so her name is Amanda. So I helped her with a townhome that she owned in West Palm Beach. Um, she bought it in 2015 for $105,000. Wow. And she sold it for one hundred and sixty-five. dollars So she made $60,000 on that. I helped her move up to Port St. Lucie. And she bought in 2019 for $218,000. And then two years later, she turned around and sold that. So that one sold for $301,000. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so... There already, she was at a total of $143,000 of equity. And then she actually ended up moving to Georgia, bought her dream home. So, you know, she started out with a townhome, which a lot of people I'm working with right now, they're just like, I don't want a townhome. Right. I wanted to, too. I want a single family. But sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit in the short term to have a bigger picture, long-term goal. So now, you know, I would say eight years later, she's living in her dream home in Georgia. They bought it for 347000 and it's already worth four ten, so she's got sixty three thousand dollars of equity already in it. Um, and then I have another client who um, I think she thinks I'm like God's greatest gift to the world because <laughs> I helped her buy a home in February of twenty twenty for one hundred seventy five thousand dollars, and we sold it in March of twenty twenty three 
for $320,000. So in three years, she made $145,000 on the property. And she moved up to um, Tennessee, bought land, and um, a manufactured home, cash. No mortgage. Wow. So And so she's, she's like in her mid-20s. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. So, But then there's the other side of it where... You know, I had a client whose um, name was Alexis, and she was waiting for um, the bubble to pop. And that was back in June of 2020. So, you know, I remember very specifically talking to her and her husband. Um, Her husband's brother had bought a new construction home and maybe like a year prior to when they were wanting to buy. And he was really hung up on the price that his brother paid for the house, and that's what he wanted to pay. But that we weren't in that market right prices right. were going up yeah um you got to be with the market yeah so you got to be realistic about I mean, these things they literally um the houses that we were looking at would have been two hundred and ten thousand dollars and now they would be worth three hundred twenty five thousand dollars so they lost out on one hundred fifteen thousand dollars of equity but that's not the worst part the worst part is they can't get pre-approved anymore and they can't afford a house now wow so you know they're stuck renting so they not only lost out on the equity yeah. in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wanted to, I you know, I'm I'm the CPA, so I have to put my tax yeah. card in there. Mm-hmm. They lost out on deducting the the more you know, because mm-hmm. not only um, does your house allow you to um, to when you're home ownership, you you're paying down your equity. Your principal is paying. You know, it's like a savings account in my opinion. Yeah, because the principal is like a savings. You pay down the principal, it, it's it's going down. Yeah. Then you get the deduction for your property um, tax and your mortgage interest on your tax mm-hmm. return. So that's another savings yeah. for you there. So none of this money truly really goes to waste. Like when you're renting, you're paying someone else's mortgage. Yeah. So. And the other thing I wanted to discuss with renting versus buying is that um, when you're renting, um, you think that you're not affected by the market of the mm-hmm. home sales. Mm-hmm. You're not affected by the taxes going up. You're not affected by our issue yeah. with homeowners insurance mm-hmm. down here. You are so affected yeah. by all these things because when your landlord's homeowner's insurance goes up, your landlord's property tax yep. goes up, your landlord's mortgage goes up, guess who's going to be helping him to pay that? The renter. So you are the renter. Pay, they're not paying that. You know, they're in the market to make mm-hmm. money. It's called an investment property. Mm-hmm. So they're investing. So they're not going to invest in something they're losing money yeah. on. So that's one of the reasons rents are going up. Yeah. So, but when you're, you're inputting that... Yes, we complain that we're inputting all this money in our home and we have to do this and we have to do that, but it's ours. So that's why I keep talking about mm-hmm. the American dream. The home ownership yeah. of you know is one of the American dream. And it is mm-hmm. possible for anybody if you make your goal, yes. you know, and you put that money, your home ownership goal, mm-hmm. down payment pot. Absolutely. You know, I call it pots because... I think of the the rainbow, okay? <laughs> the, the pot, the the pot at the end of the, the rainbow. Gold. Mm-hmm. The gold in the Absolutely. pot at the end of the rainbow. So that's what yeah, I, instead of a bucket. Yep. So so definitely, so that's one of the things I wanted. So, you know, yeah. talking about your last client, um, you wait, you wait, you wait, and you wait yourself out. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we want to be able to focus on what, and, and, and going back, 
in the first part of my video where I, I went through that. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Steph did not listen to the first part of my video. So she has no idea what I talked about before. But you see that she's reiterating a lot of the ideas mm -hmm. that we talked about before. Yeah. Like, like, for example, I talked about um, why a lot of people are blocked out of the homeownership mm. market because they want their dream home at first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, when a kid graduates from college, if they want their dream car at first, then you're going to yeah. be broke, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and the car is not an investment like a yeah. home is. So you take what you get until you get what you want. I mm -hmm. explained my story. I yeah. started with a condo, yep. you know, a one bedroom condo and four houses later, my house is worth over a million dollars. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. So I know. Um, when you bought that house, you probably never thought like it's going to be a million dollar property, you know, but it just, the values, they always go up over time. So yep. you can bet on that. Yep. And, and like Steph said, it is a long-term investment. You want to think of it as a long-term investment. You know, there are situations where, you can make it short term, but you'd have to be experienced in that market. Mm -hmm. But um, a home ownership is a long term investment and you take what you get. It's baby steps. You take what you get until you get what you want. Yeah. So you just you start somewhere. If you don't start, when are you going to get to that finish line? Right. Never. <laughs> if you don't start, if you don't start. So, you know, um, you, you, I, we discussed a lot of the questions that we talked about before mm -hmm. is like, you know, when is a good time to buy? Yep. And you address that, you mm -hmm. know, anything else you want to tell us about when, when is a good time to buy? Um, not necessarily about a good time to buy, um, but maybe a good time to reach out to me. So okay, good. if you are thinking of buying or selling, I highly recommend, you know, wherever you are, maybe you're not even local, um, reach out to me. I'll put you in touch with a great agent. I would say six to 12 months before, because um, a lot of people, they're like, oh, you know, I'm not ready yet. So I'm going to wait and I'm going to call Stephanie when I'm ready, you right. know, when I want a house like a month from now. And then people call me and unfortunately there was things that they didn't, you know, know about maybe right. student loan debt or something in default. We take them through the mortgage process with the lender that I work with and then they realize they can't get a home. But had they reached out to me six to 12 months ago, we could have taken care of those things and come up with a strategy so that by the time they were ready, we could have moved right. forward. Yep. And I think that that's one of the things. It's all about the planning. You know, you have to have your money mindset um, towards your goals. And, you know, you have to start. You don't know what you need to think about until you get that expert advice mm -hmm. from your people. Do not, do not be afraid to ask for anything. People can tell you no, but you can, you know, you, you have to have that right money mindset. And you have to have... Planning, 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 planning. Yeah. It's not necessarily, like I said, going to work out how we want it. But if we plan, it's going to work out. You know? Yeah, you, you, absolutely. You know, and, so. you know, there's some other things that people don't necessarily know. Um, you call them myths. You know, we, we right. said we would bust Talk like about, a couple yeah, myths. So, yes, let's go um, into that. A lot of people think that you need 20% down right. to buy a home. That's just not the case anymore. So uh, with a lot of loans, you can do 3%, 3.5%. Um, there's a lot of programs out there for um, Hometown Heroes, um, which is over 130 different occupations. So, so many occupations qualify for that. Um, down payment assistance programs. So there's different things that you can do um, if you don't necessarily have, you know, the funds right now. But also, if you have enough for first, last, and security for rent, you might have enough to have Absolutely. a down payment for a house, yeah. especially with the programs that we have access to right now. Yeah. Um, and then your credit score. A lot of people think I have to have like, you know, 740, 720 credit. That's great if you do. It's definitely going to help you get a better interest rate. Um, but the minimum credit is 580. Yeah. 
Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. That surprises me too. Yeah. So, wow. I, I did not know that. Yeah. But you see, so that's why you need to talk to Stephanie. You need to plan. You need to understand. And I agree with her so much on the credit. You want to make some people are surprised that their credit score is, a, is as high as, as it is yeah. sometimes because, you know, they, because they are thinking um, pessimistically, oh, I can't afford anything. Oh, I can't do that. Well, you never know until you try. Absolutely. You never know until you explore. Yeah. You never know. There are options. You might not be able to afford exactly what you want at this minute. Yeah. But like I said, you take what you get until you get what you want or you're going to be priced out on the market. Mm -hmm. Just like her last buyer that she was trying to help. They waited, they waited, they waited. And now job issues have changed. Credit mm -hmm. issues have changed. All these things have changed and they're not able to get what they want. Mm -hmm. Market has changed. Prices have changed. Yeah. You know, all these things have changed. So I say you make that one of your goal you work towards it you know you work towards the down payment you yep. seek expert advice along absolutely. the way mm -hmm. when it comes to to home ownership yeah. but you know so yeah absolutely and i help anyone and everyone i can like if i can give you some guidance some advice some direction on something like i'm never bothered like you can always call me that's awesome. So you see, you have to have someone that is willing to communicate with you and work with you because Steph is really good with organic um, referrals. She's not a very pushy person, yeah. but, you know, uh, organically, I picked her because trust mm -hmm. me, there are many real estate agents out here in our area. Yeah. And everybody knows at least like I would say six or seven. <laughs> And she um, is my real estate agent right now, um, working on a project for me. And I picked her out of the several different real estate agents that have uh, approached me or I know or things like that, because I'm confident in her advice. I'm confident in the way she does thing, things because I believe in organic mm -hmm. situations. And, you know, um, you can you can't be forced upon things, but you should have an open mind yeah. about things. Yeah, so. absolutely. I would say 95 percent of my business is past clients. Referrals. referrals. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the way that mm -hmm. that's when you know that yeah. you have a good person that are, that are, that is working with you is where th that's how they, they get their clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I am too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so, yeah. So, so you definitely, she is in the South Florida area. Yeah. Um, Steph, we're going to be, you're my first guest, like I told you. Yay. So I hope we survived. We did. It was good. It was <laughs> and, conversation. and, um, I, I'm going to have some, my mortgage guy oh, that, um, okay. is going to talk about some of those programs that mm, you talk mm, about. Absolutely. Um, the hometown hero one yeah. he, he talked to me about and a couple of other options yeah, that great. you can have for mortgages. So what I want to, um, I, I want to talk about investment properties. Okay. So we talked about home ownership and yes, we're going to go into investments mm -hmm. in one of our next, our topics. It's part yeah. of the financial literacy, mm -hmm. um, building wealth, yep. but I want you to give us a little, your, your, um, 411 on investment properties and things yeah, like that. Yeah, So it's definitely achievable. So it takes a, a lot more homework to make sure that you know what you're getting into. And that's why you really make sure you're working with a professional like me. Um, but if you're someone who's interested in learning more about that, I would say start by um, listening to podcasts and reading some books. There's a really great book that a lot of investors um, go by, um, and it's actually kind of a strategy. It's called BRRR, and it stands for buy, um, rehab the property, um, rent, and then refi. 
Um, and it's basically a way to um, continue to build wealth through investing in real estate. So that's a really great book I would recommend to start with. Yeah. yeah. And like we talked about before, is if you end up buying a condo or a townhouse for your first home, um, you know, you have um, a way to turn that into an investment yes. property when, like mm-hmm. Steph should have done. I know. <laughs> Rub it in. We're salt on my uh, That's all right. There's something better out there right. for you. Yeah, we're both very faithful people, so we always believe what's not a blessing is a lesson. Mm-hmm. So that was a lesson, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. So, um, and we're definitely going to be each other's support. We also believe in women supporting women, Absolutely. and um, we'll support men too. But yeah, uh, of course, <laughs> we definitely believe in that. And Steph has a passion for entrepreneurial moms, and mm-hmm. I definitely have a passion for entrepreneurial moms and yeah. girl power, so. Yeah, and if somebody wants to reach out to me, you know, if you just have more questions, or if you are a mom entrepreneur and you wanna connect about, you know, share what you're working on, um, you can find me on Instagram at Steph Sells WPV, and on Facebook, I'm Stephanie Edison. So. And what I will do is I will put her handle in the notes in both videos. Cool. So then in case you want to reach out to her and um, and you you don't remember what she just said, then you can definitely do that. And you can always reach out to me and I will give her your information. Yeah. No worries. Oh. So, Steph, thank you very well, much for being so my first guest. Me. And um, we will see how the market goes. Yeah. And who knows, you know, we might bring you back again cool. to give us updates and things like that yeah, and what we that. talk about. The market about. is constantly changing. So, yeah, yep, yep. I'm here. Steph also keeps up with one more thing. She she keeps up with the 21st century of the market. And like mm. we've talked about it before, you you need to understand the market you're buying in and the market you're selling in. Your real estate agent, your real estate broker needs to understand the market and what marketing tools you need to do that. I mean, I did not realize how much we need marketing in, oh in our gosh. environment. So much, yeah. And- you know, a lot of agents, they do, um, you know, I kind of call it the P's. They they put the property in the multiple listing service, um, and then they basically pray that somebody <laughs> comes and sells it, and that's pretty much it. Um, and then they, they put a sign in the yard. That's the third thing. Um, but, yeah, I do a lot more than that, and a lot of um, non-traditional things. I actually have buyers that are looking for really specific things, and I mail. I have a, a 1,000 letters ready to go out on my kitchen counter right now. Um, that I'm mailing to specific homeowners looking to see if maybe they've thought about selling their house but haven't you know raised their hand to a realtor yet so I can find an off-market property for my buyers right um, maybe get them a good deal um, and then for my sellers um, there's so many things I have agents that reach out to me weekly and ask me um, for advice on their listings um, because they see my listings and um, there's just a special um, psychology behind the way that you word your listings and then also I do um, virtual staging and virtual renderings so that yes. people can really visualize what something would look like when it's remodeled because so many people just don't have that vision. Right, right. And and having the vision in everything, having the vision in 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 where you start off for your home, ho- owning your own home, that's the thing. Yeah. You take what you get until you get what you want because those are the people who have the vision, mm-hmm. you know. So thank you again, Steph, for, for talking Absolutely. with us. Thank and you for um, thank you for being my first guest. Yay. And um, you know, Brandon is going to cut us off now and we're going to go have a drink maybe. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Modern Savvy CPA. Please follow me on all of my podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at the Modern Savvy CPA.